0: <clears throat> hey, everybody. Look where we're at. We're at the Sketchcraft Morning
1: Podcast. It's
0: so early. It's so early. It's so early, my cat will not get up. That's how early it is. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk some interesting stuff today, folks. Hey Joe, are you there? Yeah, hey, how's it going? All right, everybody. So uh, this is my buddy Joe Gabbard. He was on the very first podcast I ever did before this was even called the Sketchcraft. I think it was called Coffee Con Carnage. Remember that one, Joe?
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember Coffee Con Carnage.
0: <laughs> yeah, I gave a podcast uh, the worst name I could find so I wouldn't get too attached to it for about a year, and then I scrapped it when I came up with Sketchcraft. Um. I have so everyone knows Joe. Joe doesn't have the best internet connection, um, but it's really important he's on the show today. So please cut him some slack, right, Joe?
1: Yeah, sorry about that, guys. I'm still uh, getting used to everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Joe is a longtime friend of mine, longtime friend, art buddy, and he he spent a lot of years doing something uh, called t-shirts. You ever hear of these, Joe?
1: Yep, yeah. many, many,
0: many times. And yeah, these are these uh, the shirts you wear, uh, t-shirts, right? We all, you own one, I own. we all own t-shirts. Um, but around 2005, I started designing licensed t-shirts uh, for real, for for reals, for a company called Mad Engine. And Joe and I were roommates. We actually had an apartment together called the Sketchpad. You can call it Proto Sketchcraft, right, in a way. And <laughs> and Joe was bartending at a Applebee's. And I used to go there and tell him, I really think you can do this shirt thing. And he'd go, no, man, no, 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 I'm not good enough. I'm like, no, really, I I, I think as bad as you are, I think you're good enough. Like, (laughs) I mean, I agree. You're pretty fucking horrible, but I think you can do this. So um, I left that job and I I was leaving that job. I got a job at another t-shirt company. And I was like, why don't you, Joe, take my position at this company? And Joe just could not do it right Chicken out that was fun we've talked about that many times but i like to bring it back up and <laughs> you hear joe's like oh, i didn't know we were coming on for this
1: but yeah this is great
0: yeah but i gotta do it Joe. i gotta let everyone know that you know it, you always get a second chance in life i don't care what people say so i had another friend come in for the interview that dude got the job but then another co-worker was leaving and she asked me if i knew anyone she could recommend because she didn't know any artists and i'm like in fact i do and i literally threatened to beat joe up if he didn't go to the job <laughs> interview i was like you could just not take the job but fucking go man so we grabbed up every piece of art joe had and i threw in a few of mine just i'm like ah you can just claim you do this who cares uh got you down there got you the job and it was such a great moment because you're like, you finally got an art job and it paid far less than what you were making. In art <laughs> <training. Right?
1: laughs> that, that was, oh man. Yeah, it was way less. Yeah, it was uh. way less.
0: <laughs> and I left to get, go to a job that was making way more. But I was like, well, that them's, them's <laughs> what's the term? Them's the, uh, them's the ah, it's on the tip of my tongue. Them's the hits. I don't know. There's there's a term for that. Them's, them's the beans or whatever. Uh, but after, you know, a number of years of living in poverty, Joe eventually made enough money and then Joe got sick and now he don't do T shirts no more, right, Joe? Right. Yeah, I've told people on the podcast. Like a matter of fact, I just recorded a podcast last night or, or last yesterday morning with Brandon and I told him, I got this buddy Joe, he used to be on the podcast. And he got this crazy disease and now he just <laughs> makes puppets. Like he's like, is that part of the disease? And I'm like, yes, it's part of the disease. It's called Henson's uh. disease. <laughs> uh. Henson's disease. He just just got to make puppets. Work from home. It's how it is. <laughs> uh, but that's just me trying to cheer Joe up because he got a bum rap in life. Um, but Joe did spend whoa, whoa 2006 to maybe 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Was well, there like 10,
1: 11, 12 years?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll just say a good solid 10 years. Same with, uh, I had a little bit sporadic. It was a 10-year period. There was a few years in there I was working at uh, game magazines and drawing comics. And I'd always come back and forth. Um, But something happened this morning. Uh, it was really, uh, yesterday, whatever. Something happened this morning that was really interesting. I follow Mr. Eric Larson, comic book artist, image founder, big fan of Eric Larson. I'm always, like, like pimping. I'm like, well, that that's amazing. You know, like, always fucking shooting back and forth with them, dude. Super cool. And, um, and the subject amongst his followers came to uh, Marvel artists not getting paid for licensed merch. And Eric takes a pretty grown-up response to this, uh, that he, it was work for hire, and he knew that was part of the deal. He actually likened it to painting houses. You know, like... You don't ever get to live or own the house. You get a job to paint the house, and that's the job. And I'm like, that's a that's a very utilitarian way of looking at it. But um, the the example that his followers decided to use, Joe, was whoa. Hold on. Uh, let me switch screens really quickly. So glad. Say I should have I should have practiced which screen. All right. So. Oops, look at that. I got the wrong screen, everybody. I'm just going to move this stuff over. I'm going to move this over here. And then I'm going to go to Joe's sharing screen option. And change the screen for Joe. There we go. I should, I should have tested that. My cool. That's my bad as a podcaster. So this t-shirt that I put together in 2012. I remember that because it was the year... Avengers came out, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, and people were like, I think that's your LARP, that's your Spider Man. He's like, Yeah, that's definitely my Spider Man. And they're like, he- Someone ruined it, you know? <laughs> 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 they, they, they re they inked it, they, they added this definition, and they added these rim lights, and they, they got rid of your art in the background and put the city, and it fucking sucks. And he was like, being totally cool, dude. He was like, no, man, I don't think it looks redrawn. I mean, they added some extra stuff, but it doesn't look redrawn to me. And he's like, I really don't think the page would work as a shirt. So that kind of makes sense, you know? And and, uh, I keep this stuff up on, I have a Coral Flow page. I never pimp, but I put it up. And Coral Flow is mostly for t-shirt designers and stuff. So I'm like, you know, eventually it's going to, It's going to get out that I drew this stuff. So I got to get ahead of the curve. (laughs) So (laughs) I went there and tried to just make a real sane reply to all the stuff about T-shirts. And I thought, Joe, why don't we just take however many minutes we need to. could be 20 minutes, could be an hour, however long um, it's comfortable. We can just sort of explain what it's like to do officially licensed merchandise. This is officially licensed. See that marble tag? (laughs) That's fucking real. Um, Not the bootleg stuff that is going around the internet. You know, like... I gotta stress this enough, folks. If you buy a shirt from any one of these sites that's only available for 24 hours, that shit's bootleg. <laughs> like sometimes I see artists, show who are like, make sure you don't steal comics. And then I see like they're wearing like a Calvin and Hobbes and Solo style shirt. And I'm like, you're you, you wearing a bootleg shirt, bro. <laughs> you know? Lucasfilm saw no money from that, you know? So, you know, like whatever um and then what it what it goes into getting a shirt like this and we could talk about some of your stories too um i don't really have a lot of (coughs) examples but we can it's easier to throw me under the bus than throw my friends but there's a few things joe went through that that would be cool so i just want to start with this particular piece and what it what it takes to get something like this through all the forms of production so one this was a this company called Mad Engine that we were both working at. I think you were working with me at the time, or was this right before? Yep. Yeah, okay. You were. No, working I was it. there. Okay. And So Marvel has a website. I'm not going to say what it is, but they have a website that when you're a company and you license Marvel, you can go into this website and pick through approved pieces of art that you can use in whatever merchandise you're producing, whether it's lunchboxes or T-shirts or whatever, right? And so now from 2005 to 2012... That's all we ever did. And sometimes they put new pieces up and a lot of times they didn't and you're constantly trying to find new and interesting ways to reuse old art because they don't let you draw original stuff too often Uh, for the stuff you have to use things that they already existed. Every now and then you can get some original art through both you and I have, Yeah, we have, but that's that's the exception, not the rule. Because why are they paying for a license when they got, you know, if someone's paying for a license, they want the official shit. They don't want your shit. Does that make sense, Joe? like
1: Exactly. Like, unless we're changing it for, like, seasons or something.
0: Right. So, in this particular case, I'm like, well, you know, we were tasked with creating new looks. We want just some different looks. And I'm like, well, I need some new art. So, I went and got a stack of my old comics, brought them to work, and scanned a shitload of stuff in. And put together a series of poses across different arts that I was fans of that we hadn't seen anything of and they didn't have on their server. Uh, on my queue, it was Jim Lee's X-Men, uh, Eric Larson's Spider-Man, a bunch of McFarlane stuff. Things that just hadn't been used before. I put the poses together. Now, mind you, these are scanned off. I mean, I scanned them in off the actual comics. And this is not the highest-res stuff. It's got pulp, print marks, everything else you can imagine on there. Once I got...
1: Tense all the adding of extra blacks and colors and stuff.
0: Well, we'll get into that in a second. So so I take those poses and we cut them out. We, we scan them all in and we put them on a piece of paper and, you know, put them in front of art directors and sales reps and they go, we like this pose or that pose. Uh, that's kind of how it starts. And then you take those poses, then you have to clean up the art. In this case uh I kept the pose I didn't add any of that extra definition that's in his arm you see here in his rim light at first I just took the original stuff and had to take the halftones out because they weren't going to print but what we have to do is this is an actual silk screened t-shirt these days they do something called DTG or direct to garment printing where they just print out on the shirts and if you do something like Printful that's what's being done you're just printing onto a shirt um well it does a white base and it prints onto the white base on a shirt basically Um, but this is actually silk screened I mean Someone has to go through and manually, like <laughs> like a Ouija, Ouija it onto a shirt, you know, each little color pass. Um, for that to work, those are meshes, and those meshes don't allow for the same level of detail you get in printing. So little, like, tick marks, all that cool, like, inking, Larson, and McFarlane used to do, you have to go in there and manually thicken each line so it can survive that process. By this time of my career, I had traced so many Spider-Man lines, I was able to get it pretty close to Larson's stuff without changing it too often. That's hard to do, right, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's tedious when you're spending six hours cleaning up Spider-Man's web lines, and someone's yelling at you, you like, why is it taking so long? And you're like, you come and do it, mother... You know, like... (laughs) 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 Just, I mean, guys, I mean... You know, like it's one thing to draw those Spider Man lines, but when you're just cleaning lines up, it's it's a pain. Um
1: hey man, if you if we love to do it, we should do it for free. You know.
0: Yeah, don't don't give that kind of advice on the podcast, you know. So <laughs> 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 Yeah. Puppets so are getting ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's as thick as marmalade around here. So I really, really, really wanted to get uh Larson's Spider Man on a shirt. I'd been able to do it. Almost ten years prior, um, around 2000. So this was 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, about seven years prior for a kid's shirt, which I'll show you in a little while. That was hard enough, um, but the opportunity. So here's how it works. Even though you have poses and you have an idea for a shirt, they have to go into packages, and these packages are placed to different vendors. It could be Walmart, Target, Hot Topic, Old Navy, online places like Style and Online, and those packages are. How do I say this? They're looking for a specific look. So in this case, uh, I think it was Target, I think, Joe? Yeah, that's a Target shirt. They were looking for realistic backgrounds with 2D characters over it. That was the trend that they told us was selling them. it had been doing it in Star Wars and they wanted it with a bunch of shit. So we did everything from Phineas and Ferb to Marvel shit this way. Um... These this photo of New York I mean, we had to get that from an actual stock photography site you know like it's, it's and then it has to get approved it's so when people go oh why is there a realistic city you got to understand like this whole city I had to tonalize and then make four colors use like purple orange white black like to get this look because it has to be done on a halftone screen like this is, this is more complicated than it looks folks <laughs> like, this looks I think people just don't understand how I think when you get a t-shirt, you go, oh, it's just a fucking thing. You just put it on a shirt, dude. Anyone can do it. Like an iron-on. It's like, it's seriously uh, dozens of hours go. Sometimes more hours go into making the shirt than the actual original art. Seriously. Because of all the various approvals. uh, Art has to be cleaned up. It uh, has to go back to the vendor, and then it has to get approved through licensing, and then the guys who, who separate the channels for self-screening, they have a pass at it. Sometimes they kick it back to you and go, this is impossible, dick, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, mister? Yeah, I, I used to get the, oh, I know you like to color in Photoshop, but welcome to the real world, you know, like where we do do fucking eight co- You got 56 colors on this fucking t-shirt. So... <laughs> <laughs> super complicated um so one of the things that happened on this was when you put the original larson spider-man over this this section on his spider-man looked really awesome in the comic but it 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 was flat it needed to have a little more definition because it just looked weird on the shirt i mean joe sometimes things on on comic panels are one thing but when they're on a shirt it's a whole nother
1: yeah it's moving you know it's like it has to be read from like the distance you know
0: it has to be read from a distance. There's a lot of factors. Yeah, it, things can pop out differently that you didn't intend to. So my goal was to add that extra definition, but make it fit. With, it doesn't... You know what I mean? If you didn't know... If you weren't like a super hardcore Larson fan, you would go, oh, that's just a Larsen pose. Um, I spent a number of years getting that look down. Like, if I were to do it for Jim Lee work, it'd have to be a little bit different. Farley, everyone had a kind of a little bit different thing. Um, and then he kind of was blending into the city, so we had to add that rim light, and I made certain that that rim light, it's going under, it's going under the Larson's original lines for the most part, except for the knee, and except for his logo back here, um, but that's just so he pops forward, and looks like he's being lit by the city under, underneath, like, when it's not that way, and it's a little flatter, look, I think, I thought it looked fine, but you gotta understand, um, Folks, this is a number one artist. The number one problem I've seen what happens when you go to work in an art department and you're not working at home. um, Artists don't deal well with changes. (laughs) You know, Joe, like changes are decided by in a t shirt company, could be the owner of the company, could be the art director. If you got multiple art directors, it could be both of them fighting, it could be the sales reps, it could be the vendor. it could be licensing itself. That's six. I just, that's six different places, right? It could be. You know, talking, it took me like eight
1: years to get used to that.
0: It could be the fucking owner's kids on the weekend came in and were like, "That looks stupid," you know. And then Monday, and then everything you <laughs>
1: blown the past three days are gone.
0: And you're like, yeah. And, <laughs> and you got to do reduce You know, two weeks worth of work in two days for a big package. You know, and my whole goal, the whole time, all I'm trying to do is is make certain that. If Eric Larson saw this shirt and a fan of Eric Larson saw the shirt, that, you know, you could be, you know, hey, get it. you'd be happy. Like, don't get too many of those at Target. <laughs> how many how many are out there, Joe? None. You know, like <laughs> none. <laughs> none. It's always that airbrushed, super airbrushed art that you'd see on like toy packaging and lunch boxes and shit, you know? Um so, and mind you, this was at the time when Amazing Spider-Man was coming out, and Spider-Man merchandise weren't selling. I mean, Spider-Man was their Maybe. number one selling thing in merchandise when when I got there in two thousand five, and by because that was Spider-Man three was coming out, and they were all excited like, "Spidey's the best. You can put him on Spidey on anything, and he sells." And by this point, it was like, "Fucking don't put Spider-Man on there. Put Venom or Carnage or anything. Put the villains. Don't put Spidey." So. They were kind of shocked that Target was interested In a Spider-Man to begin with And I think that's just the strength of Larson's poses You know, and his dynamics And the iconography Of his artwork, you know
1: especially, Strong silhouettes, you yeah. know
0: Yeah, and especially at this era where him and McFarlane Were kind of like Each doing their own thing and Larson was Infusing that Kirby You know Look and McFarlane Had his sort of Gil Kane, you know Modern version of that so, um, and then a level of texturing has to go on. Like I have to go and texture out half the city and add extra textures. And then the logo, I try to make look a little bit like webbing where I just manually drew in all these little like scribbles. So that's the kind of work that like just goes into getting it approved, you know? And then 10 years later, the internet's like, fuck that dude who fucking did that. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, it's tough. It's tough, yo. Yeah. It's tough to wake up to like, that's what I'm in trouble for. You know, like let it be for like this podcast where they're like, I can't believe you took the time to comment on this. We didn't say fuck that guy. A lot of them were not Larson. Larson was awesome. And a lot of their, his fans too were like, I own that shirt. It's amazing. So, you know, super good. I just, I just want people to understand that like more goes like, I just don't think Joe and you know, this no one really knows there's a person making those shirts. You know, I think they just think it just comes from Marvel or I don't know, like they just uh, there's like a shirt forest where they should just magically go on trees and they plop out. and We pick them up like.
1: (laughs) No, it's pretty much like a total group of like maybe 50 people like (laughs) out of all the companies.
0: Yeah. So even just our company at that time, you're talking about 13 artists in an art department, two different art directors. Um, a half dozen sales reps, God knows how many vendors, you know, like the different people working. We never met the people working at the stores. We would just get notes. And then Marvel licensing, you know, and Marvel licensing is like, well, where'd you get to Spider Man? And I have to show them the issue. Because They don't fucking know that. They don't know the artists and shit, the people working there, man. They, they they just don't. The people in those departments don't generally don't fucking know anything about comics. So, and you go. It's like
1: and you know, stuff.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I know that seems shocking too. If you're like, how can they hire people who don't know anything about comics? I'm like, because they do. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> go bother, go bother Marvel. Um, another thing I want to bring up uh, before we jump around to shirts is royalties and the fact that artists don't get paid royalties on this stuff. Um, yeah, they don't. My at the same time, neither do Joe and I. So like the uh, Eric Larson drew that Spider Man. For work for hire, way back in the 90s, and old sketchcraft in 2012, put that shit on a shirt and got paid uh, an hourly wage. And if they sell a million of these or fucking 10 of them, I don't, I don't see no benefit to that. I don't get no royalty check. I don't get a raise um, ever. I had one of the highest selling shirts ever at this company. I've never, I never once got a Christmas bonus. Like that's true. This year, the year I did this we got, Joe, you remember this, we got a $25 gift card to Target for our Christmas bonus. That year. That was our bonus. The year Avengers came out. You know, so it's like, uh, not easy, folks. You know, not not easy work. So, uh, it's more like tattoo work, I think, Joe. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, I'd say like just how long it takes and the pain and suffering that you go through.
0: Yeah. Well, plus, I got a question. For all the tattoos people have, did they ever pay... If you got a McFarlane tattoo or an Eric Larson tattoo, did you ever pay Eric Larson to use that art? Probably not. <laughs> you know, Like, sorry, you just didn't, right? You paid the artist to put it on you, but you never paid Larson, right? It's technically a bootleg. So, you know, I mean, look, that always pisses off. Tattoo dudes but it's, it's a fact. It's a fact. I got people who put my art on their bodies and I'm like, why, why would you do that? Um, you know, they're like, aren't you, you should be proud of this. And I'm like, well, I look, I'm flattered. You know, I'd be more flattered if you bought me a coffee, but, um, <laughs> you know, uh, it's just, it's just one of those things, dude, like t-shirt art is kind of a thankless job. Um, I'll go here, like, this is Avengers. This is for kids, this yellow shit. This is for kids. It's from the first movie. That's a kid's shirt from the first movie. That's from the first movie. And these are all, like, style guide assets that I didn't have to go over here. We would draw and paint over these to make them more dynamic and shit. So, it's not fun stuff. That's from the first Avengers movie. So, now this is J. Scott Campbell's Black Widow piece, right? I got that shirt. Yeah, this was another one I did that year. And I had to clean up the art and whatever and get it approved. Um Yeah, you know, Red Heather was really popular at that. Yeah, that was the number. Well, because Joe did this fucking schematic. You probably own it, folks. It's a Millennium Falcon schematic shirt on Red Heather. It's been selling for fucking 10 years. <laughs> Joe, well, I take partial credit, Joe. Very little. But I take a little bit of credit being that when I left that engine, I gave you a bunch of fucking schematic books. And I'm like, I think these will make, because I was trying to get rid of all these books. In my Joe and I had an apartment, and one, the hardest thing we had to do when we moved in the apartment was move all my books. And so when I left that apartment, I was trying not to take books with me. And then I finally, in 2012, I was expunging all the books. I'm like, here's these schematics. Put that shit on the shirts. And you did. You fucking put that. Millennium Falcon shit and that shit fucking sold so everyone owns that shirt I see that everywhere and so then they were like red heather that's the key you know I went alright well put the black widow on there because she wasn't on any of the style guide assets for the movie ever <laughs> Marvel had this unwritten rule at the time that you couldn't put women on shirts you know anytime ever and I didn't agree with it you know? I just didn't agree with that. I'm like, well I know who can sell a female t shirt, J Scott Campbell. So I went and grabbed some pieces, some covers he did for whatever and ran it through licensing and they have finally approved it and put together that one and this one with just the chicks. <laughs> sure enough, Joe, the shirt sold. It's fun. It's fun watching them fucking the women didn't sell.
1: That was a big old deal back then.
0: Yeah, I remember I actually physically drew an Avengers thing, and I put Black Widow in it, and they told me to take it out and put Wolverine in there. And I, man, look, you can't put up a giant fight because it's your job. But you can go, well, is there a way we could maybe not do it? You know what I mean? Like, put her in black so you don't see the, and it's like, nope, just fucking do it. And I remember posting that shirt on my DeviantArt. And uh, one of ours I'm not going to say who it is, but a guy I really respect was like, why'd you fucking take Black Widow out? You know, this guy fucking sucks. And I was like, whatever. That's the way it goes. This was another one I did with Jim yeah. yeah. I don't know what this, this is one of those, when you see these photorealist backgrounds, again, this was for packages. It wasn't just for Target. This was for something else. But um, yeah, that was from the swimsuit issue. X Men swimsuit issue. Remember that one, Joe? Ninety one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used that one a lot. Yeah, and then that's kid stuff. That's kids stuff. That's adults from First Avengers. First Avengers. that one with the Iron Man and the four things. With the
1: whole um, trend of people putting the character on the side with. Oh four. well, that
0: came from another shirt idea. We'll get to that in a second. But yeah, yeah, I know that was fun. The whole like putting dudes behind there. This one, this one I always liked. This was another one I did, where I took the Jim Lee art, put it up on the shirt. So, um, this was fucking tough, dude. There was zero X Men '90s art on the Marvel server, so this came. I actually from... had
1: to pixelize that shirt.
0: Yeah, yeah, it sold so well, Joe. This was one of those things where they said yellow doesn't sell in men's, and I'm like, I'll make it sell because Jim Lee's art's fucking amazing. So if I got the blue and gold team, I knew I could work it into the shirt, you know, <laughs> with all those neon blues and pinks, and yeah, that shit sold really well. So and then you had to pixelize that. I was a fucking nightmare when you had to pixelize it. I got really yeah. good at it though. So. <laughs> yeah, click, 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 and they're like, "Why does it go faster?" And Joe's like, "You can come over here and click the fucking mouse just as fast." Like, <laughs> it does I, somehow they thought you were clicking slower than humanly possible. It was weird. Um, this is, you know, trying to take quotes from that Avengers movie and use classic art. Um, this is this is an old shirt. Yeah, that's what Pat Lee's and Jim Lee's stuff, this so. These are just weird compositions. Sometimes we get these online dudes that they, they don't want standard compositions. They want multiple focal points, so... That's what that was for. Then they had the whole uh, uh, do the jail shirt. You know, the mugshot. So, there's the Jim Lee Frank Castle. And then this one is me tracing over the Avengers stuff all scribbly. It's not a big deal. Now, this is the McFarlane one and a Larson one. That's a Larson. That's a Larson. This is a McFarlane. These were all from scans I had to do and then clean them up and fuck them up again. (laughs) It's always fun. You clean them, and then you have to add textures and fuck them all up. So, I don't know if that ever sold, but that was fun to work on. Then there's the Bagley Carnage. That sold somewhere, because I've seen it. Again, like, all these are now on the server, so everyone has access to them. But at the time, they didn't. Now, these are all just from my comics from home. Um, There's Larson's Venom that I put on the shirt. That was fun to do. And then a close-up version of the carnage, and then I actually drew that Hulk—not my best drawing, but you know, Joe, they see our art, and they go, "We want you to draw that here," and then they want you to draw it like before lunch, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like I had to draw because they want to show not even a perfect concept
1: or anything, just the actual art. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, I had to draw a Hulk before lunch, like in fucking three hours, like from scratch, you know, like no preparation, no nothing. And then every time I drew it, they're like, it looks too clean, mess it more up. So I mess it more and more up, and then people are like, your art sucks. And it's like, yeah, it's not my best fucking art, guys. Like, if you just let me fucking do what I – so whatever. There's a – where's my water? Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Like, that's the thing, Wreck-It Ralph. Like, we'd have to go from Marvel to Where's My Water to Wreck-It Ralph all in one afternoon. You know?
1: And half the time, it'd be like other genders, too, like. This Boys, one's... and then men's, and then infants, and
0: then... This is one of the first shirts that I ever did in 2005. They used to have this thing called Dark Marvel at Hot Topic. And so I took the Pat Lee art, and fucking... They were will doing, like, scribbled text, and tons of textures and shit. So I actually have that shirt. Magneto was right. These are from 2005. This one I did, this Kirby stuff I used. This was for kids. And I remember putting this on the shirt, and they fucking told me straight up, Sound effects don't sell. <laughs> Sound effects don't sell. Villains don't sell. You know? Yeah, man. It's tough. This is Spider-Man 3. Now, this is typically the kind of art you find on the Marvel server. This airbrush stuff. It's a fucking nightmare, right? It's horrible. It's horrible. But I think the thing to remember, folks, is like, so I got out of college. I, actually, I was still I was doing this while I was in college. I, I had to find a place where I could make. I I had to, I did the math. I was going to need to make between forty and fifty thousand a year to pay back my student loans. As an artist, what do you do? You're in San Diego. What do you do? Where do you go? Where do you make forty thousand dollars a year being an artist? Nowhere.
1: There's not many places.
0: Yeah, you you can either do something technical in games. We had Sony Studios, which I wasn't going to be able to do because I couldn't couldn't fucking do 3D, man. I'd get Carpal Tunnel. And I found t-shirts on a lark. A friend of mine was doing it. He needed help with a personal project. And I traded help on that personal project for an interview at work. And that's how I got this job. There's the Larson Spider-Man that I used. And some Larson dudes for this kid's tea. This is way back in 2005. Not my best work, but it's 2005, man. You know, like There is a kid's tea somewhere with Larson's Thor, Silver Surfer, Hulk, and Spider-Man. Somewhere somewhere out there. That's from the first Ghost Rider. I didn't do anything but clean this up. It's just movie assets. And then all this fucking Star Wars. So this is before the Force of War. This is before LucasArts sold themselves to Disney. And at the time, we were told, Star Wars ain't selling. We must save Star Wars. And I sat there and told them, we can't save Star Wars. We just make t-shirts. You know, Avengers is coming out, and they're kicking their fucking ass. And I'm like, they need to fucking, you know, if they started a new movie today, they wouldn't have it out till at least 2015. They need to get fucking someone like a Brad Bird or a J.J. Abrams to fucking reboot it. And they need to make it feel like the old movies. They have a shot ch- to ever sell merchandise ever again. Remember that, Joe?
1: <laughs> yeah, we used to have those conversations walking around the building all the time.
0: Yeah, but I had this one in the fucking room. And yeah, they all looked at me, well, that ain't ever going to happen. And guess what happened? <laughs> yeah, but in the meantime, we had to fucking make, you know, Jawas stole my homework. I look awesome in black. <laughs> Random Vader pick. <laughs> Always wear your helmet. That's a fun one. Right? <laughs> Yeah, gas can artwork. More schematic tees, right? Because thanks to Joe, everyone had to fucking do a schematic. That was more of a pop-out. These are just kids. Join the dark side. We have bacon and cookies. Remember when bacon was a big deal? There was a theory that if you put bacon on any shirt at the time, it would sell. So, This is the stuff that I like doing. Where I took different, you know, uh, ships and just made classic. Compositions. Um, and this one was hilarious because um, what was it? I got dinged for the Tant. That's the Tant of Five. And there's a one of our art directors who I'm friends with was like, That ain't the Tant of Five. I'm like, It is the Tant of Five. <laughs> no, it isn't. I'm like, I fucking assure you it is, dude. Don't fucking <laughs> argue with me. Like <laughs> it was in, it was it was in the first movie. Yeah, and it's right there in the fucking battle. You know, I didn't put it in the because they were like they said I couldn't put it in there because it isn't in Return of the Jedi. I'm like, this is this scene from the movie, bro? So, yeah. This one ended up at Hot Topic. That was fun. Now this one, Joe, I got yelled at or laughed at, I don't know, a combination of both. They told me lightsabers on a shirt will never sell.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, that was the whole fucking poster for Return of the Jedi. It was the fucking lightsaber. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It's sold. <laughs> <laughs> Graphic design is not so much drawing as it is, like, puzzle solving. You know, like in t-shirts, you're like solving little puzzles. Had to draw a fucking stormtrooper skateboarding. That sucked.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got a couple. Yeah, this this is pretty back too many memories.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll go over some of Joe's stuff in a second. Um, these are just kids' shirts using vehicles, trying to make them look cool. This one I physically drew. I drew this whole thing. People are like, "Would you draw it using photos?" Yeah, I drew it using photos. I had a, I had to do this all in one fucking day. You try it.
1: And it had to be approved.
0: And it had to be approved. So, you guys try it one day. Dude, Struzan ain't drawing his fucking posters in one day. It takes him a fucking week, you know? So I wanted a Struzan-style kind of, like, layout, you know? With pencil-y textures and shit. So that came out well. This is dumb. But they had, we had to do top ten. Remember we had to do top tens, Joe? Top tens. Every fucking thing we had had to have a top ten. And we have to come up with this stupid stuff. It's easy to learn. Sabers look better in red. We do what we want. Mo clones Mo better. That's me. If you ever see like Mo and Yo, that's me.
1: Oh, there is one thing that you forgot to mention though. Is not only did we have to do the one art for one color body, you then have to go and make it work for like three or four other bodies. Good point. So like Let's colors.
0: say. Let's say I design this on black. And they're like, you we know, we go, we go. Now, you can see how I use Vader as the black, right? They're going to be like, we want this on yellow. <laughs> and you're like, but that inverts Vader. There's no black Vader. So I have to take this and make sure that's an actual black plate and then find a way to make it work on yellow. On top of, or whatever other fucking, sometimes they make us do four colors per design. The arcade tee, I got told that that will never work. And I'm like, what do you mean the arcade won't work? You know, they're like, it just you can't tell what it is. It just it's weird. I'm like, the fucking arcade game is the greatest. I had to create that Vader, he's not actually in the game. So and that's just from the old comic. Vehicles. There's the Pixel. I did a Pixel one too. At the time they were like, Rob can do pixels, and I'm like, I fucking hate doing this. So I suggested Joe should do it. And <laughs> after this one i never had to do a pixel thing again because joe became mr pixel guy and i was like "Yay!" yeah yeah. (laughs) i was like joe's so good at pixels i got very carton like i was like you're the best i'd always (laughs) walk by his desk and go god joe those fucking pixels are amazing you're like will you shut up dude (laughs) 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 Dude, one time guys joe got so good with the pixels they made they did this program where they attached They wanted to attach mini video games to each shirt, and they made Joe oh. do the pixel uh, art for these mini video fucking games, dude. And you—that was crazy, right? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, that was like—that well, was actually a learning experience, but that was crazy. Like, way like, different than doing shirts. Just
0: like <laughs> I'm not a game developer. Like I just fucking like, <laughs> what is this? And you had to do pixel. You to you had to design these games and do all the frames of animation. Like in an afternoon. Like in a week. For like three different fucking things. It was a, which ones were there? There was a Hulk one. There was...
1: Yeah, well, there was a Hulk, but he was he was like beating up a car. I was doing like reminiscent of like the... Those in-between levels on Street
0: Fighter. Right, where you punched a car and beat it up.
1: Right, and he punches a rock, and then if you get it, you win. If you don't, by the time, you know. Very simple, but very time-consuming.
0: How many did you do, though? Was it just the Hulk? Because I thought there was like a few.
1: No, they just kept wanting me to do pixel art after that. Oh, okay. I did a bunch of Marvel characters in pixels, like these Guardians way before the movies.
0: So I did this, and then they were like, "It's it's too bold. We want something with less color." And then I did do this version of it, which I'm like, "Now you can't fucking see it." But they're like, "Yeah, that looks way better." And I'm like, "No one's gonna buy that shit. That didn't Then you know Snoopy shirts. Charlie Brown, Ghostbusters, who brought the dog? They were like, uh, the only thing that sells in Ghostbusters is a logo I'm like, Terror Dogs will sell, you know? There's, look at that, another schematic shirt, this time with the proton pack. <laughs> Clone Trooper who did the Clone Wars, Clone Wars shirt, Monopoly, you know? You gotta do all sorts of shit, folks. And you gotta, do these fonts aren't handed to you. I have to go and find all my own fonts and buy them and I've spent hundreds of dollars on fonts.
1: Sometimes you had a Frankenstein.
0: Yeah, Ninjago, Muppets, make fun of everyone. I was told it's too mean. I'm like, do you? This was from the Henson Company. They're like, it's too mean. I'm like, do you watch your own fucking show? It's <laughs> the characters. I know.
1: They're mean guys.
0: There's Phineas. Find me Phineas and Ferb. Where is Perry? Now this one so I did this on my own as a thing for commission once. I wanted this is back in two thousand and six. And I like Stephen Platt's art and I wanted sort of like a Stephen Plattish Captain America. And I wanted him to have a giant fucking gun. I'm like, you know, I always felt like instead of dropping bombs, we would have just dropped Captain America. And for years, we'd go to cons. Joe and me at conventions for Artis Alley. And people would either be super into it or they'd be like, uh, fucking Captain America. You missed Captain America. Captain America would never <laughs> use a gun. And then the very first Captain America chair, what's he doing? Knocking down a door, shooting people up. It was fucking hilarious. Um, but Joe, after I left, was like, I think that'll work as a shirt. So Joe went and put it on a shirt. For it was for some hip hop, right? Side, if I remember,
1: I think it was for Anchor Blue or something. something.
0: Yeah, Anchor Blue, dude. Um, I've seen these in the wild, and every time I see one, I still have a couple copies. Joe gave me some samples, and um, I never got paid for that, I just got out there. It was cool.
1: I asked you, though, I was like. Cool you asked me, like, but yeah. I was
0: like, yeah, I'm, I'm never going to get paid. But, but they were like, you can't put guns on shirts. So I'm like, well, there's the biggest gun I ever put onto a Marvel shirt. Guaranteed. <laughs> 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 you know, it happened. Redikai. This is one of those things where they're like, Redikai don't sell. Can you make it sell? And I'm like, no, never should have got that fucking license. So, but that was an afternoon. Goofy, hipster. Snoopy, Phineas. Yeah, sometimes you gotta do fucking Simon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's when they're scraping.
0: Yeah, they're scraping. scraping. The and you gotta do it though, man. You're like, and you gotta find a way to make it interesting, you know. So, this was the shirt I did back in 2005 that sold a gazillion. So, usually they had a package. The package was one foils. This was 2006, 2005, 2006, and they're like, it's foils on shirts but it has to be very minimal like they had a they took the foil and gave us a width and Diodato did this cover where spider-man's hanging off the side of a building and i'm like well that would work but it, it didn't work as it is so i had to I, this time i had to redraw Diodato's stuff and then completely change like i had to take his logo out cuz that wouldn't have worked with the foils i had found a way to keep webbing in but i had to really simplify it and thicken it and then just pull him into the shirt uh, and that sold forever Called that one Red Wraith
1: Yeah, Red Wraith sold so much There was a lot of different Variants of foil colors too
0: Yeah, you ever see a red Spider-Man in a shirt It's because of this one thing And it was the last thing done And they didn't even want it they, I was not the popular artist When I got there I didn't actually become Fairly liked at that art department Until I came back in 2012 um, Just My ideas were were considered too weird uh, at the time and This is one of the ones that Too, too
1: like. far ahead Before Marvel became A big success in the movies
0: Yeah Like I did a Secret Wars shirt Where I put them all together And made it look like A Drew Struzan poster And they were like What the fuck is the Secret Wars You know <laughs> and I was like You know guys Perhaps you don't understand Your own license Like they were They told me this wouldn't work Because Spider-Man's logo is not on it and They are like Can you find a way To put Spider-Man Like the logo I'm like no Part of the package Was just random characters So Yeah It, it works but people at that company try to just take the Diodato Spider-Man and reuse it but it, it it's not the same one so it always requires more effort Transformers you gotta have strong shapes oh fucking these, these shitty underdog licenses and Rocky and Bullwinkle it's always a fucking nightmare to work on uh, oh there you go Wolverine X Jim Lee X-Men so Another one that I had this time, I did have to trace over because they wanted something. else. it was this scratchy texture thing they wanted at the time. Uh, this is for kids making an X, whatever. That's for Hot Topic. That was uh, McGinnis's Avengers Forever, or I don't know some fucking cover. So,
1: and if you look too, you got to make that stuff work in a square shape, like. So it's all, it has to look different, but still maintain that shape that goes on a.
0: Yeah, and it can't just be a straight line. So you're there's ways to no, like, like, blend here. it here. I have to blend it in here, add these like lines that kind of go and add energy. But it's a square, but it doesn't look like a square. So this was just Jim Lee's stuff, like a yin yang. Before Civil War, this was 2011. I was like, because, you know, they should fight. I did I did this one I did a few of these Where there's a main character And then five of them So mm-hmm. This was Larson uh, Tessier,a John Romita Jr. Dale Keown John Romita Jr. Jim Lee I remember this one They're like I don't get How they all relate To one another I'm like Well one They're in Marvel
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: And two They're from the 90s I don't fucking know man They're all are They're all grimacing It's cool but, I don't know and then I did this Jim Lee one. And you can see, like, you can still see the halftones. I kept them from the actual scans. I thought, when it printed it, it looked cool. They put this one sold on uh, Blue tea, which I have somewhere here. This I got from the <clears throat> Marvel Masterpiece. This I've tried for years, taking some of those comic book ads that are in the back of the issues, but they never they never worked. I tried, did a lot of those. This is Joe Mads. Spider-Man. Avengers. Avengers movie. Avengers logo. That's me trying to do another Red Wraith. Yes, yes, yes. cat medicine. Alexa, stop. Thank you. I have to get my cat medicine. And then this, I did a... They wanted a Captain America like I did that one time, but they wanted me to draw it in, literally in four hours. So that's the best I can come up with. And every time I drew it, they were like, it's too clean. Make it more dirty. So this is the <laughs> Avengers one with the... Same with this one. I had to put Wolverine up here. It was originally I drew Black Widow. I called this shirt the Revengers. And they were like, that's a dumb name. The Avengers don't fucking. And I'm like, the Avengers don't get revenge. And I'm like, it just sounds cool. And then eventually they put Revengers into that fucking Thor movie or whatever. Or the, it was the best. I was like, ah, I told you. Yeah, But I had to draw this in four hours. It's a nightmare, dude, to fucking, you, no one's drawing combo covers in four fucking hours, man, you know? And then they yeah, were back there, so, um, Joe, I don't have a ton of examples from Joe's stuff, I don't think I have any examples, really, um, but Joe did quite a few shirts, um, the one that's the most infamous, though, is there's one of the, what was it, was it Seeger Wars?
1: Uh You gotta bring this one up. Son. Yeah, well,
0: we'll bring it up. I throw myself <laughs> under the bus. So the Secret Wars, when Marvel did the whole, we're not going to give Fox any money. They made Joe take out all the the characters that they didn't want to pay licenses to on the Secret Wars cover, and yep. the internet fucking freaked out when that got out. Like, and I had to change. You-
1: Go ahead. I had to take out the Secret Wars and change the superheroes, and like all also because they didn't know what Secret Wars was. And I had to replace the characters, like you said. And you should have been yeah, like, "It's it that was, shit, Rob did." I felt so it bad doing
0: You know, that's what you should have told him. You should have been like, "Remember the time Rob did?" Let me see if I can find it. Secret Wars shirt sucks. Let's see if that does it. <laughs> Let's see if we can find somewhere on here. Oh. No. this is the cover I'm talking about. This isn't the shirt. This is the actual, real. Secret Wars. Sure, right? That's how it looks like originally. And Joe did a version. Secret Wars yeah, I had to take Wasp
1: out of that. I had to take all the
0: women out of it, actually. Yeah, they made you take all the women out. That's a fucking Perlmutter, the asshole who is on his way out of Marvel. Um, I don't think it's anywhere on here. Let me put missing. Let's see if that comes up really quick. Missing. Here we go. A second Marvel Secret Wars t-shirt drops Fantastic Four and X-Men. Oh, this is the <laughs> second one. Did you do this one too? Yes. You had to take them out of this one too, right?
1: Yeah, I
0: uh-huh. yeah, So you did that one as well. Let's see if there's... Oh, last week's original Rich Johnson threw you under the bus. 2015. So there's the original art, and there's the one Joe did, where he put the Inhumans and took the women out. Ooh. I mean, I tried to like tell you because you were all freaked out about it, because the whole internet was like, "Fuck these people." And I'm like, Joe, your name's never going on it. No one's ever going to know. <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> sketchcraft oh. Sketchcraft g- giveth, sketchcraft taketh away. That's how. right <laughs> <laughs> <works really. laughs> But I mean, what are but, we no, supposed to do? Tell them no, you know?
1: Like, yeah, that's what we're there to make, get some money, you know, do our jobs. Yeah, we don't. There's agree all sorts with of it. things like that to happen.
0: Yeah, we never agreed with that shit. It's not like we're like, that's right, fuck it. You know, we're like, guys, why? You know,
1: like, why even use that if I got to change so much? I think it was like 15 of the actual cover was used. <laughs> Everything else was dumb. Yeah.
0: So and they're like, well, there was an unedited one, and it's like, yeah, they had to, they had to roll that one back. That one that's fucked and up. It's also
1: because, it. uh, mm-hmm. well, it's also the fact that one store has it and it does really well. So then you got to make a version for another store of the same type, but have use different characters or different. Something but it has to be like the same look, I want the same money. Made.
0: Yeah, if you have a successful shirt that people that. That um, that had that shirt have exclusivity. So then you have to make shirts that are like it without pissing them off, and that's always tough. There's so many things that go into it, dude. Like, um, and I've seen artists just like quit. I mean, Brandon, he came to a shirt job. I got him hired once, and he didn't make a week before he had to quit. It's it's not easy. Um, that's why it's like the bootleg shirts. It's like they do so well because they don't have to go through any fucking any kind of licensing, any kind of fucking critique, any kind of rules, you know, they can just do whatever. And it's like, how can you compete with that? They can just do whatever. How can we compete with that? And there's a gazillion of them. So... Some
1: of the uh, suits would always want us to we'd look at those and say, we want stuff like this. And we, go, we can't do that stuff. They won't be approved. Well, do something to make it approved. <laughs> do whatever they say to make it approved. Make it and it's true. usually, don't do the thing that makes this shirt cool.
0: <laughs> it's true. I did one. I want to see if I have a copy of it. No, I don't. But I did one over at another company called Sea Life, a Marvel shirt. They had the Marvel license. And you know that, that Rob Liefeld, Captain America, where his chest is all fucking bulging out? Right? The classic, you know, the Rob Liefeld, Captain America, Joe, where his chest is all fucking fucked up. It's all like mm-hmm. bulging out. I put that on there and I put Don't Forget Chess Day. You know, or some shit like that. Like, it's like I live for Chess Day or some shit like that. <laughs> I put on a muscle tea and fucking they were like, we don't think this is funny. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I think it's fucking hilarious.
1: Well, it's funny that you say that because with uh, the, other, the other license, of Sesame Street, we did a bunch of uh, buff characters of those guys, like just a muscled out cookie monster. You know, most of the Kermit and all that. Even even did Mickey Mouse and uh, some of the other actual Disney characters as well. But like having to, to get those and submit them in, they still had to be approved. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: So I don't miss that. I don't do shirts anymore. You know, if I look, if I had to, it's not a bad way to earn a living. There's, there's tougher, more grueling things to do. I was very thankful that t shirts paid. I mean, there was a time man when Joe wasn't turning in his rent, and T-shirts paid the rent. <laughs> Literally, both his fuck our rents. That's why I moved out. Joe was irresponsible for a while. So.
1: Yeah, well, I was like 22, man. I'm 23. Uh,
0: yeah, it was fun. It's fun. What was it like to live with Sketchcraft back in those days, Joe? Tell, tell all the. Um, all that how was, much time <laughs> do we have? <laughs> it was. It was. So Joe would draw things, right? And then when he was at work, I'd go into his room and fucking give him notes, you know. Like I'd fucking like get tracing paper and fix all the shit and give him notes, and he'd fucking be like, "Fuck this guy," <laughs> you know. Yeah. Now I just let people fail. It's not worth losing friends over. Giving As notes. it should be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's As all things him, should be.
0: Let them fail. <laughs> Fuck it. You know. What do I need to hassle? <laughs> is there anything about t-shirts joe that you like them? impart on people that we've we've missed or
1: maybe um know? well i mean as much like bad things that there were there was a lot of times where i actually enjoyed working on things and seeing them in stores and seeing people wearing them like it was rewarding in that way um but like you said there were lots of Lots of bad things and hoops and stuff you gotta figure out and getting yelled at and doing it wrong and then getting yelled at by someone else because you did it the way that they wanted it, but the other person wanted it another way. And you gotta fight between two execs that don't talk to each other. But you know, that's just work. So That's just work. But
0: I, you know. And it's just it's just I just it's like I just want people to know, like, look, we've come across people in art departments that like fucking I don't give a shit about any of this fucking stuff. I'm just here to do a job. But when it came to like Marvel, Star Wars, I can in any comic book, in Star Wars or gaming related. I mean, Joe and myself and people we knew, like we were trying to make the shirts that we would buy as fans. You know, things that would just not be thought about, never be, would not be put onto a shirt, would never be put into a package. You know, would never, and and to do it in a way that look. Every every two or three weeks, there's some stupid fucking trend on the internet. And they're like, can you make Spider-Man a DJ? And you're like, why? You know, like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always be. But remember? there was also good ones. Like, remember when uh, you and I had to work on um, the Diamond comics? Like, every X number of weeks at least. or so.
0: That, well, and that's we had the Black Bub- Widow went
1: because Diamond was Mm -hmm. they were
0: they just wanted comic book inside comic book knowledge shit. Hot Topic was good with that and Diamond was good with that and Graffiti Designs was good with that and Stylin was pretty good with that too that guy at Stylin he got he got that like we didn't have to do anything special to it you know like well
1: Stylin I mean he's the big distributor guy at Comic Con you know in San Diego he's always at that show huge one if you got a t-shirt at a really tall booth
0: that's Yo, a... man, you know how many tall booths are at comic con with t-shirts now like... no well this one this... <laughs> this is the last time you've been to a con like he used to be the tall shirt now i'm telling you they're everywhere man so jeez, it's, yeah it's crazy like like some one booth was so tall that at the vegas con i was like i think that's a fire hazard <laughs> like, like it was like the tower of babel marvel t-shirts and I'm like that falls over it's killing people like no problem like, like it was way too tall yeah it was crazy i was like they should put fucking like stave puff up there or some shit you know what i mean like, like, like <laughs> make it themed yeah it was that tall i was like i don't that, that I, I don't want to be near it you know like get to the back of the fucking con anywhere out of the path of that place um but yeah, I just saw it, and most of the people were complimentary, but there's those people that, you know, they, they the internet's, when you can't put a face to something, it's easy to throw that person under the bus, right, and be like, oh, these yeah. fucking people just fucking up Eric's heart, and it's like, man, dude, you're going to be hard-pressed to find a bigger Eric Larson fan than me, you know, like, Joe knows. I have a, I own every Eric Larson Savage Dragon comic. Book I I I bought Savage Dragon T-shirt from Eric Larson. He made a few once once he did. He sold them at his booth. I bought it from him. It was a long sleeve olive green. Had the fin circle on the front, the kind of the spoof the Spawn logo. Remember he used to do that fin with the circle. <laughs> and on the back I had the, I think it was, it was Big Dragon pick if I remember. I think it was the graphic from the first issue. Um, I can't remember though. Uh, my buddy stole the shirt after a year. He never gave it back. So, you know, I lost it. But that was one of my favorite shirts ever. Eric Larson, I did a comic called Mosaic and we pitched it. And he had just handed over <laughs> editor in chief position at Image to Valentino. And we showed it to Eric Larson and he gave it the thumbs up. And he's one of the meanest dudes ever you show your artwork to. Joe did the fonts for that. Except for the know, lettering. Right? <laughs> they, the, Larson loved the art. But the lettering Joe did, Larson hated it. <laughs> right, Joe? He hated that lettering. Yes. He did. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, "This lettering I just sucks."
1: Yes. Just had to make it known.
0: He's <laughs> like, "I'm not even gonna lie." And I'm like, "Oh, we know, we know." I, I did what I could, you know. Like, I didn't put throw you one of those. I just took credit for it. But he didn't like your lettering. Um, we sold the book to Jim Valentino, and then my writer never drew the script. Never wrote the script. So, yeah, it was heartbreaking. But, um, and then I'm always fucking like, anytime he posts shit, I buy anything he does. Like, so he does Savage Dragon and then he did, he did one page in that Marvel 1000 and I bought it just cause he did the one fucking page, you know? So and I think he's doing that Spider-Man 3099 or whatever they're doing. You know, they're doing <clears throat> these like, you know, remember, remember 2099, they're doing something else. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing a whole thing oh, like that. Uh, you know, Pete Woods is doing an Iron Man version.
1: And, oh right, I saw that with the gears and stuff.
0: Yeah, the giant gears. So <laughs> it's Like I'm like, even I'm like that. That may be a little much, but <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: yeah, it's not not to change topics, but it does like really stand out. <laughs> I'm a
0: giant fan of Pete Woods. Art. he's from Lakeside, where we grew up, you know. And, I nope. he he was really good friends with the, the the comic shop that I met Joe. Joe worked at was owned by a guy named Pat Duffy, and Pat Duffy was friends with Pete Woods. So unfortunately, some friends of mine, when I first when that shop first opened up, went with me to go suck and buy my monthly issue of Spawn. Uh, stole something, and so I had to fucking basically spend a year proving I had nothing to do with that. But Pat had uh pete woods draw this picture wolverine beheading a guy for shoplifting um and i mentioned that to pete a couple years ago on twitter and he was like he sent me that you know that that uh gif of obi-wan going that's a name i haven't heard in a long time you know i was like pat and Duffy, <laughs> pat and his wife Fidel. you know pat used to talk like this <clears throat> i'll do the voice i got it down perfect ready joe you know. Oh Liefeld. You know, oh Liefeld. Oh that fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck that guy. Oh he fucking like he hated Liefeld. Like, like, he was like him in his fucking jeans, you know <laughs> He was from New York, man. He was a gruff dude. It was the last time I saw Pat I was actually at San Diego Comic Con at Play. No, Game fan. when Joe was with me at that booth, at this Game fan booth, it was really nicely set up, and I had my art everywhere, and Pat was like, he thought I was big time. He's like, oh, you made it! And I'm like, I made it! I didn't really make it, but, you know. I was like, <laughs> he, he he was really happy to see that, you know, because he was like, I never thought you'd actually, like, do something, you know, because like, I never showed my art. I always talked about drawing, but I never showed my art, because my art sucked. So, back in the day. Sucks slightly less now. But it really wasn't that good back in the day. Um, anything else? We've, this has been a fun trip down memory lane. Anything else you fucked up Artwise, Joe, that we've forgotten about? Like,
1: <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> I, I've done some stinkers. You know? I'm not I, sure there are.
1: No, uh, no there's some. I, I did stuff. like, well, if you figure, do you like three, four, sometimes 15 shirts in a day. And then, oh, I'll say and this. Complexity.
0: So, Jill has a point. When I started in 2005, we were required to do one shirt a day. And artists were like, how is that possible? When, we, when I left in 20, by 2012, we had to do anywhere from six to 20 shirts a day. Depending on complexity. If you only did two shirts, you were getting a fucking write-up. Guaranteed. So you had to have a minimum of four things plus, you know, two to four more comps that you can call work in progress. Um, and then you would have to have those work in progress turn in before lunch on the next day and then put together another package of 10 to 20 things and then step and repeat. And then during crunch mode, we we're like cranking out 20 shirts. You know. It was fucking, It's a mill, man. It's tough. It, it broke a lot of people. You'd see everyone put on weight. <laughs> you know, it's like you eat pizza every day. Yeah, you always know, see that new artist who's super thin. She's like, she or he's like, I'll never fucking get fat like you. And you're like, yeah, you'll see. <laughs> like a year later, ah, oh, you know. So, yeah. Ah, this has been fun. Anything else, Joe? Did I miss anything?
1: Me. I don't think so. Basically, they're talking about the Larson shirt. Both awesome and sad.
0: Yeah, I, so everyone knows I believe all artists should get a chunk of the royalty somehow, you know? So, not even us, the guys who put it on the shirts, the fucking original dudes should get something, but who knows, man? I don't think that'll ever happen. Just the way those companies work. That was the whole point of Image. That they could make something, and if it did well, and they did merchandise, they would see the reward. You know? That's the revolution I was a part of. That's what I thought all comics were going to become in the 90s. Little did I know that would go away. (laughs) You know? (laughs) We'd be right back where we started. Until Kickstarter. You know? And then you have a shot to at least ship something that is, you know, an original vision, whether it's financially successful or not, is almost luck. You know, but whatever. it's just nice to have a platform. Yeah, I'm not complaining. I'm going to put all my stuff there. Joe got to read a small sampling of some stuff I'm getting ready to put together. So, yeah, gonna... you guys are going to be blown away. Uh, don't say that. I, I, you know, it's... Yeah, I'm
1: raising all the expectations.
0: Yeah, yeah have no expectations. <laughs> low expectations. That's <laughs> that's the key to my success. Low expect. You can see by this artwork here, this logo I got. Not much effort in that drawing, you know? <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. I'm gonna head out here. Joe, go ahead, and say goodbye. All right, thanks. Bye, uh, everyone. Joe's gonna, Joe's working on some puppet stuff. I want to have you back on when you got some stuff to show. We can share and go through the whole yeah, process. Cool. Joe's been making this puppet stuff. That's pretty awesome. So, awesome. No, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm super excited to see it, because I'm like, I can't build none of that puppet shit, you know? Like, <laughs> He found a way to like make it all out of cardboard, and I'm like, fucking genius, huh? I can't do none of that shit, so super fucking exciting to see, so while I'll be back on, definitely talk about that when it's when it's up on the YouTube.
1: Yeah, that's the plan.
0: All right, let me find my little jingle button here, where is it, everything got moved. All right, all right, I'm going to click it. I'm going to start the music. There we go. That was fun, right, folks? We learned a lot. We learned about, learned about making t shirts. We learned that Joe ruined those secret war shirts. It was Joe. Joe Gabbard. Not me. <laughs> Send the death threats to joegabbard.com <laughs> and he'll put them on a t shirt. <laughs> Deaththreatshirts.com. Coming soon. (laughs) Talk to you later, folks. I'm out of here. Peace.